Well, Kevin Barker, I think, as uh, you predicted, maybe we all predicted when we saw the Blue Jays lineup today, uh, Garrett Cole continuing to make his case the American League Cy Young Award. He gets to do it again one more time this year against the Blue Jays. Three starts against the Jays this season. He has allowed one run. It's over 19 and two-thirds innings. He leads the AL and ERA innings pitch starts and whip 1.02. Um, Jays lost 5-3 tonight. Garrett Cole pitched eight innings. I've got to think, Kevin, that this probably wasn't the most difficult eight innings Garrett Cole has tossed this year. Free and easy, right? It's basically two pitches. You sprinkle in a curve and a cutter. Like it's glove side. They got him locked in glove side. Nobody wanted to or weren't able or capable of making an adjustment and getting him off glove side location, right? You get a dude that good who can repeat the delivery as much as he can to one side of the plate, buddy, you can cancel Christmas. And that's sort of way it is, right? It was just, I'll get ahead with the little cutter. I'll get ahead with the little slider. I eliminate with the four-seamer. I mean, how many 99s you see? You didn't have to throw 99, right? Nope. It, was, it was basically 95, 96. I go glove side. When in doubt, I'll, I'll extend it just a little bit more. Maybe I get him to chase. It's just the, the, uh, the inability to make in-game adjustments against the elite pitchers right now. The Jays just can't do it. I mean, I, I hate to say can't because that's a strong word, but when's the last time we've seen it? Like, when's the last time we saw them actually in a game against a really good pitcher that they basically know what he's doing? Like, there's no secret. I mean, it's glove side. I'm going to keep doing it with two pitches until you show me that you're going to do what Kirky did, right? Don't drag your hands. Rotate your hands through the zone. Get it up a little bit. Think right center. Drive it over there. And, oh, by the way, look at him hustle. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, you can smell the double. You want to run around the bases. But, yeah, that's sort of what it is, right? And, again, that you, you, can, uh, you can wrap that uh, A.L. Cy Young up in a nice little bow and send it to Garrett Cole's house because that's over, buddy. Matt Chapman was the first Jays hitter to put a ball into the outfield. He was the 14th hitter of the game to do so. That was in the uh, fifth inning. Uh, on the other hand, Jose Barrios uh, giving up a three-run home run to, J to Jake Bowers was funny. Um, I was in Tampa when Jake Bowers was called up by the Rays. And um, I remember Tony LaCava, who... Uh, Still one of the Blue Jays executives. Tony was at the game. Jake Bowers, people forget, was a fairly highly touted prospect when he came up. Everybody was raving about his swing. And I, I remember watching him take batting practice in Tampa, and I was with Tony. Tony said, I got a feeling that swing is going to be doing some damage to us at some point down the road. Now, I'm sure he was thinking... I'm sure he wasn't looking ahead five or six years to Jake Bowers hanging on to his career by thread with the last place or nearly last place New York Yankees. But uh, he's going to hurt you one way. And, uh, you know, Susan Waldman mentioned the other day, this team doesn't have a lot of left-handed thump. Certainly not what we're used to seeing from the Yankees. Um, well, Jake Bowers delivered tonight for them.
Yeah, to your point, it, it was a good pitch, just a better swing, right? It was. That was a great. He, he has a great yeah. swing. I mean, he's not a he's not a great player, but you watch his swing. He's got a classic lefty swing. Uh, yeah, early, early again. I've said this to you with Barrios. It's foot strike. Foot strike means when the foot hits the ground, his hand has to be above his head. Sometimes he's playing catch up with that. When he plays catch up with it, the fastball commands all over the place. Like yet last year when he was bad, that's the issue. Foot strike. Hand wasn't above the head to where he can drive it down, have the same release point all the time when he's t- attacking with his positive move down the mountain to where he wants the ball to end up. And first inning, you can tell he's having a little issue with that. Again, that's a good pitch. He's had a little bad luck with the LeMayhew hit. The Torres sinker was a little bit up. But other than that, right, I mean, look, this is for me. This is not really the pitching. I mean, again, no, I, I, not at all. I, yeah, you know, it was a, a lefty that, that had a good swing after some some tough luck on a, on a couple of little hits that probably could have went the other way, right? I mean, got a little predictability there, too, with uh, I think he threw three sinkers in a row to both of those guys that got the single, and then the home run was sort of the same thing, right? You get the 3-2 count early in the game. You sort of know what you're going to get, right? You can, you know, I don't want to say cheat, but you can get some things rotating. You can start that back hip. You can get the foot down a little earlier. You know, the the swing smooths out a little bit. You catch it out front. If it's sinking, you can hit the bottom part of that baseball and create some backspin and, and get you a big hit. So, I mean, after that, it's cruise control for Barrios. It's just that lineup for the Blue Jays. We mentioned this. It's got nothing to do with it. It's not the name's fault. It's just, it's just there's a lot of easy, you know, if you're a good pitcher, you can work through that Jays lineup pretty easy now, and that's that's too bad with the pitching that they got. 416-870-0590, star 591, Kevin's just kind of giving us the uh, launching point for tonight's discussion. Um, you are going to, when you get to the playoffs, be facing the Garrett Coles of the world. Yeah, they got glass now in the next you're, start. Like you got glass now, but you're going to be fired up too. You got right? Cole again. But my point is, when you, regardless of where you go in the playoffs, like we've talked about this, when Alex Anthopoulos talked about this, you're in the playoffs. You're getting everybody's best. You're getting everybody's best. And I guess what I would like to ask the callers is, okay, Garrett Cole, different kettle of fish. He does this to a lot of teams. It's not just something specific to the Blue Jays. But when you see when you see Garrett Cole barely break a sweat against these guys. And, well and, 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 and keep in mind, the only guy who wasn't in the lineup that will likely be in the lineup during the playoffs is Vladdy. Vladdy came in to pinch hit. I mean, this is probably what you're going to get unless Brandon Bell comes back. This is probably what you're going to get if you're the Blue Jays going into the playoffs. So my yeah. question to callers is, Hey, you've seen Garrett Cole against this lineup tonight. It's your level of confidence. If this team does make the playoffs, we know about the starting pitching. We know how good it is. We know about the bullpen. We know how deep it is. But can you honestly see this team taking a shot at either Tampa Bay or Minnesota with a lineup resembling something like Springer, Bichette, Biggio, Schneider, Gossman, uh, maybe Gossman would be better, Chapman, Horowitz, Merrifield, Kirk, and Kiermaier? Like realistically, and we mentioned Vladdy came off the bench tonight at a fielder's choice grounder, uh, s- survived the challenge on that particular play. Uh, mm. The Jays to get the tying run to the plate. They couldn't get it across, but you are. I mean, this is the this is the type of pitching you're going to face down the road. This is what it's going to be like. You're not getting, 
you know, you're, you're going to get Garrett Cole multiplied by a couple of times. And, oh, by the way, you're going to be running into teams that are going to be, to borrow a phrase from our very good friend, Whit Merrifield, a little more engaged in these dudes. You're probably not going to get plays like you got in the ninth inning from the Yankees. Again, the Yankees are just atrocious. They're an awful, stinking, steaming mess of a team right now. I may ask you a question. I may ask you, do you think this lineup has enough experience and talent to make in-game adjustments against a good pitcher in the playoffs. Sonny Gray, Tyler Glasnow, no. I don't. I mean, Zach who Eflin, you? I mean, he's pretty good, Zach too. Zach Eflin? I mean, they're going to get some stuff, You're right? going to get Pablo some Lopez. Pablo Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Lopez. I mean, this is, gonna, what, this is what you're looking at. If, if the Jays yeah. do make the playoffs, you are probably – it's, it's going to be Tampa Bay or Minnesota. You're going to be seeing the likes of Tyler Glasnow, Zach, uh, Zach Eflin – uh, Minnesota's going to run out Sonny Gray. They got, is it Bailey over the other kid? They got Sonny Gray, Bailey over, yeah. um, and Pablo Lopez, and Pablo Lopez. Exactly. And yeah, that's what you're going to see. And by the way, the twins are going to be able to get it all lined up the way they want. Cause they're not playing for anything. They're done and dusted. Mm-hmm. And you may, you know, you made the same thing with, with Tampa Bay. So you're getting great pitching from this point out. You're going to get Garrett Cole again. What do you do if you have to win yeah. that game? You know, tonight, you're still a half game up. The other teams were inactive. What do you do if you have to beat Garrett Cole? What if that game, that game is going to mean something? What do you have to do? What do you have to do when you have to? you got to beat Tyler Glasnow twice? Garrett Cole twice? Get Michael King after what he did to you? 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. Jovi and Brampton. Hey, guys. Um... How's it going? I uh, just finished watching the game. You know, I thought the game is what it was. I actually called a couple of weeks ago, right before the Jays went on that whole uh, strike against the team below 500. And look, I had no faith in the team to do anything. And you guys told me, call back afterwards and we'll see where the team's at. And look, I see them play against good teams. And at the end of the day, the team just can't hit. Like, what was that in ninth inning, right? It was a scrappy, scrappy inning. They got lucky. And I think that's honestly all it. I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, Vladdy Kane, you know, shout out. But, you know, I just I just don't think they can hit enough. And I don't know if they have what it takes to make in-game adjustments as well. Well, I think Bijou made an adjustment. Is Vladdy going to show up this wing? Is he going to figure it out? No. You know, are the uh, Buffalo Bison boys, are they going to figure it out? Probably not. So, yeah, and even with the experience, who, who's really there with the experience? Springer? All right. Who else? Doubt. I don't think Doubt's going to be healthy. Uh, maybe Kiermaier, but he's a nice man, right? So that's sort of my opinion on it. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I appreciate the call. Listen, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. That's why I was so interested in this game, because this is you are going to face elite pitching. You're not going to get, and I'll tell you what, you're not going to get the type of relief work you saw out of the Yankees yesterday either. Um, I, Kevin, I look at this. And we'll have John Schneider on Blair and Barker tomorrow. But, I mean, I look at this lineup, Springer, Springer, Bichette, Vladdy, when he comes back. I'll ask you. I know that we're all fans of consistency and everything. But, man, I might have to, I might have to spread out. I might have to spread it out a little bit. I, I, I can't possibly have those top three guys and then a bunch of, you know, U-Haws at the bottom of that that, that – aren't going to be able to create anything because basically uh, nights like tonight, I'm giving a starting pitcher, you know, get through my first three guys. You're, you can go into cruise control. 
Yeah, it almost it, – well, how how often does it come around to Matt Chapman? Again, right, he's got 39 doubles. I mean, he's sitting somewhere around 230 with runners to scoring position. He came up in the ninth inning in a big spot, right, where mm-hmm. – you know, you need him to have a better at bat. He got a ball down, which is that sort of his hot zone is, you know, he likes it down there. He don't, he don't yeah. like the ball up. And that's when you need him to get frisky, right? And, and get the giant hit when they need it the most, just for whatever reason. Basically all season, except the first month, had a real issue doing that. And it again, you gets back to that thing. I, I just don't know if that's going to work spreading them out, right? It's, I, you, you I'm grasping. St- I listen. Still- I admit. I'm. I, I admit completely. I am. I'm. I'm grasping at straws here. But Kevin, I can't. I, I'm not going to win with that lineup. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, not going to win with that win. lineup. Like, well, it's just. I mean, spreading them out's not going to do anything. I mean, you still. Yeah. You're. You're still going to have the Chapmans in there and the and the Davis Schneiders and the Kevin Vigios and and no offense to those guys, right? They've worked hard and and this is what they got, but they're still in there, and I don't think you can hide them. Like, there's too many of them. And that's spreading them out. I'm just not sure. Like, it, again, they had the dude up. They wanted up in Matt Chapman, right, to try and get the big hit or Vladdy. And, you know, we've sort of seen that out and around and, and timing being a little bit of an issue with all the moving parts with Vladdy. I mean, who was surprised when he rolled over to third base? I wasn't. No. That's, I, I, that's I, just, I called double play. We were right? watching the game, yeah. and I said double play here. I was almost – I was almost right. Vladdy, by the way, just to get you caught up in that, uh, did not start the game tonight. He had an MRI. There's no structural damage. There's inflammation. Um, you know, if you watched him run down the bases, I mean, he ran it out, and you know, the the replay went in his went in his favor. But um, uh, yeah, uh, a good fielder, uh, a, a playoff game. You know, I, no disrespect to Vladdy, but he he's going to have to move better than that. In a, in a playoff game. Well, I, I I hope he's playing. He's getting four at bats and not one in a playoff game. Like you duct tape that thing that, up, you get true. out there. That's, that's all. True. Like if he, if he can pinch it, why ain't he playing? I don't. Again, I'm not that guy because I I played a lot. Like I I played through things that most humans shouldn't because I had to because I was trying to get to the big leagues and get paid. I, I understand. I get it, and I don't want to poke fun and or or draw attention to that. But you pinch it in a big moment. Why aren't you playing? Like that's that's the thing, right? This this time of the year with who is in the lineup. Yeah. DH. Like I again, you you have some of the best trainers in the world. I know them. I mean, they've worked on me before. It, it's oh my God, it's they've got to be miracle workers. And Voon's got to be a miracle worker. Oh, kept you in one piece. Absolutely. Uh, you were not. He, he I, didn't see. He didn't see me at times. I was going to okay. say. I've talked to Voon. I I don't think you were a uh, regular in the training table. I, no, I, I, I don't think you're get regular released. in the training table. Exactly. Yeah. 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety five three. The Jays have lost to the New York Yankees, Seattle, uh, Texas, Houston. They were all uh, inactive tonight. The Jays have a half game lead still on Seattle and Texas as uh, we look ahead to the playoffs, which are scheduled to start on October Third, um, we've got John Schneider uh, talking about Vladdy's availability and indeed uh, Vladdy's health in general. He was feeling good throughout the day and, you know, hit throughout the game. Um, everything checked out good. So, you know, we were just kind of waiting for a spot for him to be the tying run, uh, really, no matter where we were in the order, pretty much. Um, so it's, you know, Holmes is tough, you know, sinking fastball coming in at you, but he, he felt good, um, so that's a positive sign. Is it a positive sign that he could be in the lineup tomorrow? Or you yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, you got to see how he checks out, you know, tomorrow and everything. Be careful with him. But uh, he reported feeling good, you know, moved well down the line. And uh, we'll see how he is tomorrow. This is John Schneider, the manager of the uh, Blue Jays, talking about Vladdy Jr., who made a pinch hit appearance and uh, a fielder's choice grounder. Um, drove and uh, part of a part of a, a two run inning for the Blue Jays that made the game close again. The Jays had the tying run to the plate. Uh, Jeff, uh, quick, you, you, go ahead. Kevin. You, well, you know how they they win a playoff game or a playoff series is Vladdy with the bases loaded down a couple of runs comes up and it's Homer. Yep. Like that's oh, well, that's all. That's how they win it. Like yeah. you you've said this forever. They have to play for the big inning. Like yeah. that's that's sort of how they lined up their lineup. Is you're not playing for three or four good innings. You're playing for one big inning and. You want to know how you beat the Twins? You want to know how you beat the Rays? You have the one big inning. Somebody's got to run into one, like a Matt Chapman or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. If they don't, it's a lot to ask a rotation to always be perfect. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's almost impossible. Steve in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, guys, what's up? How Love are you, man? Thank you. I'm really upset about Schneider's decision to pitch up for Schneider. Schneider, I gave, I think. We all knew, my friends, you guys did what Vlad would do when he came up. I would have left Snyder in there and maybe could have gotten in a one, hit a gap or something. Why? What made you? Well, well, what What did you see out of him tonight that made you think he was capable of doing that? Cole Three strikeouts. Cole was out of the game. He, you, Davis Schneider has not. He really hasn't done much in the last week. I mean, I, I don't know if people are aware of that. His numbers aren't good. Twenty six. What is it? Oh, for twenty six. Oh, the okay, you tell me, Vlad coming cold off a bench with a sore leg, you, you knew what was going to happen. I mean, I'd you still rather I'd still rather have him than the dude who's zero for twenty six. Like I, I know we all love the Davis Schneider story. He may not be that good. I, I, I mean, he may not be that good. It, you know, it again, zero for twenty six. This is crunch time. This is I know. This is zero for twenty six. That's not good. Cold off the bench. Well, he's not. I mean, he's he's not. He's not cold off the bench. Guys are this idea that guys grab a bat and walk up and swing. They don't. He was taking swings in the cage underneath all game like this. So I I know what you're saying, but come on. If you lose that game, you have a chance to have the tying run come in and you don't use Vladdy. Then Vladdy better be in the hospital tonight. Like if he's that if he's that sore, he better be in the hospital tonight. Why didn't you start him? Well, Barker and I both made that point. That that is a great point. I agree with you. But if I start him, David Schneider's still not getting in the game. So I mean, the the point of do I want Davis Schneider up at that time? No, I don't. I I don't want Davis Schneider. As I said, great story. Love the guy. Hopefully he's on the team next year as a twenty six guy. But uh, we got to get over the you know the love affair. Or right now he's just a guy who's zero for twenty six. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five. I mean, I hate to say it, but Kevin, he is. He's over twenty six. It's entirely yeah. possible the slipper's fallen off, right? You know, the coach has turned into a pumpkin. Well, it's possible. Hitting the baseball's hard in the big league. Of course, it's hard. I'm not saying it isn't hard, yeah. but I, but I'm it's also hard. saying that you know, with all due respect, uh, I'd rather have. I'd still rather have Vladdy up there than Davis Schneider. Like if no they, question. If, no question. I mean, I just would. Um, and uh, I wanted to ask you this before the break. Why do I think Spencer Horowitz doesn't have the power? I don't think David Schneider. Why do I think Spencer Horowitz might be a more useful hitter than David Schneider for this team? 
I, I, maybe he'll make more contact. Like I, I, he has to have a role. Like what, what would you use him for? Yeah, like my, like he'd, you, be, he'd be a lefty off the bench. I guess. I mean, I, I look, if you need a single to left, yeah, I guess that's, if that's how you want to make out your team and you're, you're, you know, you're using pockets to, to, to make using out your team for pockets. bench guys. Like I, I don't know what you look. He does he have bat to ball skills? Can he put velocity in play? Can he use the big part of the field? Absolutely, we've seen him do it. I will he have to play quite a bit well, to see the best out of Spencer? Probably. Like sitting, it's an art sitting over there for three or four days. You know, twinkling your thumbs, and then as your manager asks you to come off the bench and try and hit ninety eight. Mm. Mm. Hey, good luck. Takes experience, and they ain't got a ton of that. Kevin in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey. How are uh, you? I heard, I'm good. I heard Kevin um, earlier speak about how the Blue Jays struggled against elite starters or just good starters. And I went back to Tree that can look at it quickly. I, I only found, like, a couple games where they faced Paxton or Pablo Lopez where they're able to kind of get to them. But other than that, they, they literally have not hit good pitching at all. This entire season. No, listen, you know what? And it's funny because as you were talking, Kevin, and thanks for the call, I was going back and flipping through my scorebook, um, you know, looking at that that series against the Guardians. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, they have they have had, I mean, they've had issues hitting, period. I mean, they also made Noah Syndergaard look like a Noah Syndergaard looked in his rookie season. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, your point is well made. I mean, you know, look look at that that Sunday afternoon game against Kansas City. Cole Reagans, you know, having a great year. I mean, they didn't knock him out of the box. Cole Reagans just melted down on the mound and started firing the ball into the stands and into the dugout and into the 300 level. And, you know, it's not like they beat the living hell out of him in that game. They've they've had issues with with. They've had issues with good pitchers, especially, Kevin, you talked about pitchers, pitchers who aren't afraid to elevate to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have obvious holes, right? Again, it's what what do elite dudes do other than pitch to their strength? They can attack weaknesses better than good pitchers. Yep. And when you have obvious holes, right? We all know guys that have the the issue with the elevated fastball. Some don't like the breaking ball the way Springer. What did he get in his first at bat? He got balls moving down and away, right? That's what Garrett Cole, like he knows that's the weakness, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get it until you can show that really good pitcher that you can either take it or you can let it travel, hit it the other way to try and make him do something else and try and at least make him a little uncomfortable. And just right now, I mean, basically all season because of Laddie's ups and downs and, you know, they were missing Bo for a while and George Springer was not non-existent for a little over a month and a half. Matt Chapman, you know, hasn't been what we thought Matt Chapman should be. And Dalton Varsho, I mean, offensively, is he a tough out? Alejandro Kirk, where you been? Like... <laughs> It's just underperformance after underperformance. And, Jeff, they have really, really, really good pitching. They've got elite pitching. They've got maybe, they the, maybe the best maybe the best Jays, maybe the best staff and bullpen I've seen since I've been yeah. since, since, since 2000. I talk to Pete Walker all the time. He says this is the best staff he's ever coached. Yep. He's coached some good ones. He's been around a long time. Yeah. Good staff, and uh, it may be. Well, tonight – 
Tonight could very well be one of the worst lineups I've seen in a regular season game. Yeah, we don't want to overreact because they who they were facing. I mean, Garrett's made a lot of lineups look ridiculous. Yeah, but but there wasn't a ton of like tough outs where Garrett was like, whoa, like he's really on that. He's taking that like he knew it was coming. Like he's made a, an adjustment from one at bat to the other. Like, did you see that? That I think is the this time of the year. This is what you need. Like you mentioned it. You're gonna just look who they're facing in the next game. Yep. That dude's going to throw 300 miles an hour. He's 17 feet tall. Like, <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yes, uh, it will be. They get Tyler Glasnow tomorrow night, uh, 6.30 first pitch from the Trop as uh, the Jays open a three-game series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, let's take a break, come back, get the more of your calls, more of your reaction, 416 uh I almost gave out the back leg line. 416-870-0590. You can call that if you want. There's just nobody there. 416-870-0590. Star 590. one 590 the Blue Jays miss out on a chance to uh, pad their lead a little bit in the wild card race. Also miss out on a chance to uh, sweep a series from the New York Yankees in the process. Probably, likely, very likely, helping Garrett Cole sew up the 2023 American League Cy Young Award. We'll get back to the out-of-town scoreboard, back to our calls as well. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan in the Sportsnet radio network. I mean, they know where we're at. You know, I think you, you tip your hat to a really good pitcher. I love the effort. Defense was awesome the entire series, um, as was the pitching. You know, I thought Hosey was really good after the first, just a little bit of spotty command in the first. And a three-run homer to Bowers, but overall, love love where these guys are. All right, it's John Schneider, manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, talking after last night's five-three or tonight's. Seems like last night. It all runs together. Five-three loss. Feels like last night. It certainly does. Five-three. <laughs> 5-3 loss to the New York. Everything feels like last night. 5-3 loss to the New York Yankees. The uh, Jays are off to Tampa uh, to uh, take on the Tampa Bay Rays. They'll meet Tyler Glasnow tomorrow night. They haven't actually went back and checked. They haven't faced Tyler Glasnow since 2021. Of course, he was hurt in 2022. Um, they have not faced him at all this year. Tyler Glasnow, if you're looking for something positive, I guess, uh, was not good in his last start against the Baltimore Orioles. Six earned runs on four innings pitched. That was on September 16th. So uh, he'll be pitching on an extra day's rest. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't want to be the bear. I don't want to be the bear bad nose, but he ain't facing the Orioles lineup this time around. Uh, no, that's uh, I, I was glad that you. I was glad that you said that. You're welcome. <laughs> Time for the Major League Standings Watch, presented by Bet365. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet, and you can even make a bet while the game's still being played. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. So the out-of-town scoreboard, fairly quiet tonight as far as the Toronto Blue Jays and their wild card interest uh, is concerned. Um, I guess if you're keeping track of the Baltimore Orioles, Right now, they are losing 5-2 to the Cleveland Guardians, who are uh, they're being a bit of a Guardians are being a bit of a handful here down the stretch here for Terry Francona. They're not exactly not exactly rolling things up here. They're putting up a bit of a fight. So uh, 5-2 in the top of the ninth for the Cleveland Guardians. 
the Tampa Bay Rays beat the LA Angels 5-4. We mentioned Seattle, Minnesota, uh, Seattle, Houston, and uh, Texas had the day off. Um, they will resume hostilities tomorrow, and I do mean hostilities because uh, the focus of the wild card race tomorrow very much goes to the West. The Seattle Mariners are facing the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. and uh, the Houston Astros, well, they're be taking on the Kansas City Royals. So the standings after tonight. Uh, the Astros lead the West. They're 85 and 68. The only reason I mention that is because that is the same record the Blue Jays have, 85 and 68. Uh, Tampa Bay still leading the wild card. They're 94 and 60. Toronto, we mentioned, 85 and 68. Seattle's 84 and 68. And Texas is 84 and 68. Those teams, as we mentioned, have a big, big series starting this weekend. So it's all in front of them. It's all in front of them for the. Uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays um, be able to take care of business and also watch that, that Seattle, uh, that Seattle, Texas series. What are we, what, what are we looking at? We think the Jays have to do here down the stretch. What record do you think they need here down the stretch? What we were talking well, eight, nine, eight and four with they, 12 games left, right? Did we say, well, you, no, you got nine games left for me to get to 91 wins. You got to go six and three, six like and you got three. to raise six more games. They're like fourth in baseball on Team ERA. The at-bats have to get better against good pitching. They're going to face a bunch of it. Like They're going to get a bunch of dudes who can add and subtract, locate to weaknesses. You don't like the ball away, you're going to get it with power and late movement. And, you know, look, I, I think you should. we should stop talking about the Chapmans and everybody else in the world. It's the Vladdies, the Springers, and the Bichettes. Yep. Those are the three dudes that are going to have to – Strap on them big boy pants. Get your rest on the plane. Have some fewer better at <laughs> better at bats. Get rid of all and your better, all your narcoleptic crossed. tendencies. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety. We're really not going to let that rest, are we? Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety. Star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Folks, I promise we'll only. Well, one more. You say Kikuchi start. We'll have fun with the whole sleeping thing, and then we'll then, then we'll let it go. Then we'll let it go. I, 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 I pledge to you we'll let it go. Jesse in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, guys. Um, so I guess my question oh, I guess my question is twofold um, about John Schneider. So the first is, in 1516, the Jays got killed in the playoffs by elite pitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, also got, they also got killed by elite management on the other side, you know, Frank Kona and some of those guys. Um, I've seen a lot of inconsistency with Schneider this year in terms of when he goes to certain guys in the pen. We saw it recently with Bassett uh, in that Texas series. I think got left to hang out in there a little bit too long. And then the second part of the question about Schneider is his quote from tonight that you guys just played. Um, you know, what do you say? Love what I'm seeing from these guys right now in general. I mean, they've they've hit way under where they should have all year, and it just came off of a you know two hit performance in eight innings against Cole. We haven't seen a lot of fire from these guys like we saw in 15-16 with that roster, and I'm wondering if you think it starts from the top, if we need to see more intensity from Schneider with nine games left in the season or what your take is on him from both the pitching management, the bullpen management, and the, the attitude. Thanks, yeah. guys. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I mean, the attitude. I don't know. what if. I mean, I you know, unless he's got a magic wand and turns and turns it can turn Davis Schneider into Eric Davis, I, I mean, I just... I don't know what you expect of the guy. I, uh, I'm looking at a lineup. Uh, 
<laughs> Springer, Bichette, Biggio, Schneider, Chapman, Horowitz, Merrifield, Kirk, Kiermaier. That's my lineup at Yankee Stadium against a dude winning a Cy Young Award with a playoff spot in the bounce. Like, there's literally nothing. People, that, there's nothing I, else this guy can do. I, I mean, Jeff, can I ask you a question? What good would it do him coming out yelling and screaming about his lineup when he's got Biggio and Davis Schneider hitting third and fourth with nine games left in the season, yeah. trying to make a playoff spot? Well, I don't know what people want. Like, how, well, but yelling here's and screaming the screaming work. Here's like, the thing. I don't understand that. Here's the thing. People want. People, people want honesty from their managers. People want managers to come out and tell them that, you know what? This team's not real good. This lineup, horrible lineup. Not the lineup I wanted. Trust me. At no point in spring training, at no point in spring training, in any of our coaches' meeting, did somebody put their hand up and go, oh, man, can you imagine David Schneider cleaning up for us? Like, like, like. Let's go. Let's go get it. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, I, John Schneider is smart enough to realize that you're smart enough to look at this lineup and go, it's not real good. Uh, frankly, you've got a couple of guys that probably shouldn't be in a major league roster right now. I'm not taking anything away from them, but David Schneider's not making a lot of other teams. I, I don't think he is. Think he makes the Houston Astros? I don't think so. Think he makes Seattle? I don't think so. So uh, what do you expect? What do you expect John Schneider to say? Uh, the team did play three relatively clean games. I, he was yeah. right about that. I thought Kevin Biggio sort of quietly had a very, a good low key series defensively Not and the quite. pitching's great, but geez, I, I don't know. What do you want him to say? Do you want him to come out and say my lineup isn't very good because my general manager didn't bother getting me a cleanup hitter in the off season and tried to stick me with 138 year old Brandon belt as my cleanup hitter or a dude in Dalton Varsho who's a number eight or a number nine hitter at best and tried to foist him on me as a cleanup here. I want him to say, I think John Schneider likes his job. He probably, he probably wants to be back next year. So that to me is with all due respect to the caller, just slightly, slightly shy of being completely, totally nonsensical. Um, as far as the pitching goes, Kevin, uh, they got the second best ERA in baseball. And and one you of the can't best argue rotations. What they're doing. I mean, I mean I, if you want to, because you don't like John Snyder, okay. If you want to point to certain things where he's taking a dude out too soon or leaving a guy in too long, more power to you. He's got, they're, they're, listen, they got he, the second best ERA in baseball. And you know what? And, and other than uh, other than the uh, you know the the the, the sleepy left hander. Um, the, the rotations, the rotation has been healthy. Whatever John Schneider's doing is work. He's got Chris Bassett pitching well late in the season. Kevin Gossman has got a lot of miles in his arm. Hyunjin Ryu's come back. Jose Barrios has been, you know, Mr. Consistent. It, it's not John Schneider's fault that, you know, whatever the hell happened, Alec Manoa happened. I, I think there's a pretty good chance that if you list 10 people who have some blame for what happened to Alec Manoa this year, John Schneider ain't on the list. So I, I don't know what you expect. Great bullpen. Um, healthy starting rotation. The numbers are what you want. Lots of innings out of your starters. Few innings out of your bullpen. Um, I, I I don't know unless unless there's a way John Schneider can conjure up an extra, could have conjured up an extra three or four runs a game to take, to take some of the pressure off his pitchers. I, I don't see what else he can do. Um, I, I, I just don't. I mean, the only time I've, you know, you talk about him leaving Chris Bassett out there late. The only time I seem to 
to, to remember John Schneider getting any criticisms when he takes guys out too early. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, there, I'm, I'm not sitting here and saying he's a perfect manager. I've covered managers who've been better. I've covered managers who've been far worse. But I don't think John Schneider is, I, I, I don't think he bears responsibility for the fact that he's got David Schneider hitting cleanup. And I'm not just, I'm not picking on David Schneider, but I'm using that as an example. I take a look at every other team and look at every other playoff team. And look at the three, four, and five hitters. Let's have a discussion about that. Go through every other playoff team and look at their three, four, and five hitters. And then look at the Jays and try to tell me that, oh, John Schneider should be doing something different. He's got to be, he, he, he's got to be, he's got to motivate these guys more. He, he's got to, you know, get them, get them fired up more so that Spencer Horowitz suddenly becomes, you know, whatever. And, and then Davis Schneider, I mean, I, I, you just you can't, you can't go any. Man, I went off on a tangent. I know I went off on a tangent. It was a good one. It's just it's it, it's Three that whole sometimes. Yeah, no, yeah. It's this this whole. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, uh, five three, the uh, Blue Jays losing to the New York Yankees. Uh, the good news is they get to go into Tampa, get to spend some nights at the lovely Vinoy Hotel. My friend Tom Young and myself remember the fine night we had cigars and bourbon with B.J. Ryan. There you go at the Vinoy on the on the, on the porch. Late night with B.J. Ryan. It could have been a show. It was yeah, very I know funny. you. I, I know you didn't buy cigars. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Young that, just that. said to me, can we go now? We should get in the plane. <laughs> you know, and knowing the Vinoy, they'll keep it open for us. Um, anyhow, so there you go. The Jays are off to Tampa, and uh, they get Tyler Glasnow uh, tomorrow night. The matchup is Chris Bass against Tyler Glasnow. Reminder, 630, because Tampa does everything different. They've got like 30 different start times for the games. 6.30 tomorrow, Chris Bassett against Tyler Glass. Now, Saturday, I don't even know what time it is, but it's Hyunjin Ryu against Zach Littell. And then Sunday, it's Yusei Kikuchi against Taj Bradley. So hopefully Yusei is Yusei's sleeping on the charter tonight, getting that, getting a good solid 13 hours tonight, 14 hours tomorrow. So he'll be good to go. 5 to 7 tomorrow, Blair and Barker. 5 to 6.30, sorry, Blair and Barker tomorrow. We'll be back doing Blue Jays talk as well after the game. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. While the team makes a push for the postseason, make sure you are prepping your ride for cold weather with Crown, Canada's number one rust protection. Book your appointment today at crown.com or visit the location nearest you.